Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak ala al-ashrafil anbiya ve mursalin nebiyyina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ila yevmiddin ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah we move on to the next chapter from the book Enumdatul Fiqh by Ibn Qudama rahimahullah and this chapter specifically is the chapter Bab Asa'at Al-Lati Nuhiya An-Salatu Fiha. So it's a chapter pertaining to the times in which it's been prohibited to establish in the Salah. And the author, Rahimahullah ibn Khudama, mentions Wahiya Khams. And so they are five. He mentions Al-Fajr Hatta Tatla Shams. And so he begins by mentioning the first of these five being the Fajr until yani, the sun has risen. And so we understand from this the first thing I from Salat al Fajr. Is that Sahih? As Abdullah Bussam, he mentions the Sahih. And the Nahi la yadkhul illa ba'd al-Salat al-Fajr. So, when we say that the Nahi, when we say that it is prohibited, by the Salah, that is referring to, first and foremost, referring to the Tatawah, the, the Salah, which is the voluntary prayer. And when we're referring to the Salah in terms of the, the Waqt al-Fajr, then it is after a person, I, the prayer that they prayed after they've established Salat al-Fajr. After Salat al-Fajr been established. Naam. And so, when it mentions Fajr, it's not, yani bi al-waqt. Naam. So we mention Fajr, doesn't mean I, because of the, due to the, the beginning of the time of Fajr. Rather, we understand from this is that it's when the, the time, right, or the, the time after, the Salah has been established. And we understand that due to the fact that from what is worded in the Sunnah and what's mashru' within the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is that the person prays Salah to in the time of Fajr. Naam. And what is mashru' is that the person prays Salah to Fajr in the time of, or prays Tatawah, yani, in the time of Fajr, in the two Raka'ah. The Raka'atain, Qabla Fajr. And what we say along with that is that Due to the fact that this is known as a time of nahi, then if a person is to pray the salat al-fajr, yani, or the, the raka'atain al-fajr from the sunnah al-rawat, so he's to pray the sunnah of fajr, two raka'ah, after fajr, then this is something which is allowable, permissible, in the scenario that he has missed the beginning. I missed it before the salat al-jama'ah. However, it cannot be stated that he does this habitually. So he makes it a habit that he misses the salat, the, the two rakat before fajr and prays it after. Or he becomes mu'tamid. Or that becomes the mu'tamid with him. So he becomes reliant upon them. And then that becomes the actual practice of the individual. So that his practice is that he prays salat of fajr first, and the, the, the wajib, the farilah. Thereafter, he will pray the two rakat of fajr. No, because that which we've understood from the, the narrations as well as 
this uh, affair of the, the nahi is that the person prays the two raka'ah in the, at, the, at the dukhul of the time of Fajr, so when the time of Fajr begins, and then they pray Salatul Fajr after that. After that time, then there's no Salat to be prayed. And now after that time, then there is a prohibition. And this is what we understand from that. Thereafter, Ibn Qadami goes on to mention, and after the sunrise, after the sunrise, until until the sun reaches the the the, the, the height of the arrow, the spear. And so the first is at the time of fashion. Second is after. Yani the sunrise. Thereafter, Muqaddam Rahimahullah goes to mention, وَإِنْدَ قِيَامِهَا حَتَّى تَزُولَ And when the sun has risen and the sun is at its highest point until it begins to set. So at the midday point, essentially. When the sun is at its highest point, then what we understand from this is that this is again a time where it is prohibited. وَبَعْدَ الْعَصْرِ حَتَّى تَتَدَيَّفُ الشَّمْسِ لِلْغُرُوبِ And after Asr, yeah, it's prohibited after Asr, until the sun has gone and set. And it's become, it's come close to the time of setting. وَإِذَا and so thereafter if Naam, you have these particular times, then these are the hours in which, and the times of the day in which, the salah is prohibited. Naam, the salah is prohibited from being established. And so, these sa'ad la yajus, it's not permissible, that a person prays these salawat, yani, as a matter of tatawah, as a matter of voluntary salah. And so you can see the connection between the two chapters. The first chapter or the, chapter, the previous chapter, where we established what is Salat al-Tatawah, and the different types of Salat al-Tatawah, the different types of voluntary prayer. Now, Ibn Qadam goes on to mention, I when the voluntary prayer is prohibited. I when it's prohibited. So we know, this is what the voluntary prayer is. These are the times that, these are the hours in which it's prohibited, hours of the day and the times of the day which is prohibited, and then we link between the two. Naam, except, as mentioned, illa. And so, except for if a person is repeating the Salat al-Jama'ah whilst being in the masjid. And the delil mentioned for this, the proof mentioned for this is the narration. Naam. The narration mentioned of Jabir ibn Zayd 
عن أبيه وإذا شهدت مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شهدت مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حجته فصليت معه صلاة الفجر فلما قضى صلاته وإذا هو رجلين في آخر القوم لم يصليه لم يصليه معه فقال ما منعكم أن تصلي معنا فقال يا رسول الله صلينا في رحالنا فقال لا تفعلا إذا صليتما في رحالكما ثم أتيتما المسجد جماعة فصليا معها معهم فإنهم لكمون لكما نافلة and so this is the narration of نعم جابر ابن زيد ونعيشه جابر ابن زيد عن أبيه and narration narration mentions that we witnessed the Hajj with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so I prayed with him Salat al-Fajr and then once the Salah had been completed there were two individuals, two men that had not prayed I had not prayed with him Salat al-Fajr and so he stated what has prevented you from establishing the prayer what has prevented you from establishing the prayer he said, oh, Messenger of Allah, we prayed whilst we were upon our journey. And so the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi mentioned, I do not do so. I do not do this action. I had the action of them leaving of the Salat al-Jama'ah. And he mentions, alayhi salatu wasalam, if you have prayed whilst upon your journey, then you come across the masjid praying the jama'ah. <coughs> then pray with them. And this will be a salat al-nafila for you. This is a salat al-nafila. And this is a, a voluntary prayer for yourselves. Uh, likewise, I have the narration as well. Found in Sunan al-Tirmidhi. Where it mentions it, Salla ahadukum fi rahli. ثم أدرك الإمام فيصلي معه فإنها له نافلة. And so, he mentions if one of you are praying upon your journey, are praying upon your journey, and then they come upon an Imam, either the Imam and he's establishing a Jama'ah, then pray with him, for indeed it is for you a nafila. For you it is a nafila. So, what we understand from this Barakul Afiqo, is that even if, for example, and in an example of this narration, they prayed Fajr. Naam. So these two individuals upon their journey have prayed Fajr. So in reality, there's no nafila for them after that. There's no nafila or tatawah for them after Salat al-Fajr. However, due to this narration, if they come upon an imam and he's praying the, the, the Salat, then he joins that jama'ah. And he joins them with the intention of an afila. So this is the exception to that prohibition. Does that make sense? So you have the prohibition, you have the prohibition in that specific time. 
Then after that, so you have the prohibition that specific time. However, you come across an imam after you've established you've established the wajib. Naam. If you come across the imam establishing the jama'ah, then you join in that. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. What we understand from this narration as well is that the joining the imam in such a in such a scenario does not mean joining the imam for a second jama'ah or a third jama'ah as you find in some of the masajid. Naam. What the intent is is that the imam is praying the jama'ah of that masjid. Aye, the jama'ah, that first jama'ah of that salah. Naam. And so then the person joins for that in that regard. What is the hikam? Anyone know the, the, the hikmah, let's say? The, the wisdom behind why an individual should still establish the stat salah with the imam. Even though he's prayed already. So that's one that should know, of course. This is something which establishes and strengthens the unity of the Muslims. Now establishes and strengthens the unity of the Muslims. Something else as well. You have to answer the call. You have to you could say you have to answer the call as well now. So essentially you're answering the Adhan. Even though you have uh, you've prayed already, you still upon you still to answer the Adhan Allah. No. Doubt about who? Doubt about the one who's not praying. Doubt about the one who's not praying and doubt about who else as well. So, hey, doubt about the one praying and doubt about someone else as well. The one leading as well. The Imam. So, it doesn't bring about doubt. So it, doesn't, it doesn't cause doubt amongst the people about the one that's left that's not praying. Like, why is he not praying? And it doesn't cause doubt upon the Imam as well. Naam. It doesn't cause doubt upon the Imam as well. So that people will cause people to question why is he not praying behind Fulan? Is there a particular issue regarding Fulan in terms of his Diana, his Adala? Why is so and so not praying behind him? Likewise, Sheikh Fozan, Sheikh Fozan, he mentions a, uh, a similar issue when it comes to praying in the masajid in your area. So that is referring to the lands of the Muslims. And where we have here, where we, where we travel, Long distances to go to our local Salafi Masajid because we want to pray amongst the Ahlul Sunnah. And it's something which is encouraged, of course. But if we're talking about the Masajid, uh, yani, not necessarily, aren't necessarily, there's no difference in the Masajid. They're all upon one thing. Sheikh Hosan, he mentioned that it's upon the individual and it's best for the individual to pray at his closest masjid. To pray at the masjid which is closest to his home. Why? Because if he is seated in the masjid further away from his home, then the same thing may occur. In terms of it may bring about doubt regarding the imam of his local masjid. And why is the person not praying in, the, in, the, in his local masjid? And why is it always in this masjid? Of course, it may be one-off a scenario where you may be coming from home or heading in the direction of home and the closest, the closest masjid to your house is... Uh, or you're not able to get to the closest masjid to your house. You're going to pray in a masjid which is on your way home, essentially. But if now you make a habit of this, then this is where it, be, it may it become an issue where it's an affair of tuhma, or may bring about and cause tuhma, cause yani, some form of accusation and questioning of the imam of the masjid. I know that this is something which has to be avoided. And again as well, this is something which shows and illustrates the status of the imam 
Yali, the one that is leading the people in the prayer. That everything should be done to preserve the honour of such an individual and everything should be done to preserve the standing of the individual amongst the jama'ah of the Muslims in, in that location. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. So we have those two narrations that mention that. Likewise as well, as uh, uh, an exception for these times are the raka'atay and tawaf. So the two raka'at, the which are prayed for the tawaf. And so the first exception we mentioned is the jama'ah, the second is the raka'atay and tawaf. The raka'atay and tawaf is due to the narration which is found in Surah Tirmidhi mentioned and it's narration of Jubair Ibn Mut'im and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Abdul Manaf la tamna'u ahad al-ta'af bihada al-bayt wa salla fi ayya sa'atin sha'a min layli aw nahar and so this narration mentions that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he stated, Do not prevent anyone from performing tawaf at this bait, yani at the Kaaba. And thus pray within it at any time you wish from the night or the day. And so this narration is Am. This narration is general. And that the person pray is a, is a, he can perform the tawaf at any time. From the tawaf, of course, is that the person performs the rakatain. And this is from the actions which have to be done to complete the tawaf. The rakatain. So we know that the rakatain from what is mashru' and from the monastic that the person prays at the maqam Ibrahim. However, that these rakatain can be prayed anywhere in the masjid, naam, the masjid haram, and it's accepted. But it's a must that the person establishes and performs the rakatain. Allah ta'ala a'lam. So if we're saying now that tawaf can be performed at any time and that the rakatain is from the tawaf, then we understand that this, this salah is established at any given time. Naam, this salah is established at any given time, and we can say along with that is that. This is again, as mentioned, an exception. So, likewise, as well as mentioned, is a salat al janaza. The, the janaza. So, the funeral prayer is also established and can be established at any time. And Ibn Mundir. Ibn Mundir, rahimahullah, he mentions يعني, ad, uh, ad ijma' in that regard. Ad ijma' that salat al janazah can be prayed at any time. He mentions, يعني, it can be prayed at the time of prohibition. It's a salat al janazah. There's no khilaf in relation to that. Naam, there's no khilaf in relation to that. So we mentioned so far, in terms of um, these prohibitions, we mentioned so far three uh, exceptions. 
The first of the exceptions is the Salat al-Jama'ah. Na'am the Salat al-Jama'ah. Meaning that the one who's prayed his, far- his farida, however, he's come and he's come across the Jama'ah and he's establishing a prayer with, the, with that Jama'ah as well. The second is the Raka'atayn for Tawaf. The third is that the person prays Salat al-Jalazah. Relatives as well. Ibn Qadam is like that. Ibn Qadam, he mentions in the Salat al-Jalazah, Naam, and he mentions it as Tatawa, and amongst the Tatawa. But in reality, Salat al-Jalazah is not from the Salawat, which we regard as being Tatawa. We don't regard the Salat al-Jalazah and coupled Salat al-Jalazah along with the other Salawat, which are any voluntary. Why? It's fard kifaya. It's fard kifaya, meaning what? We say fard kifaya. It's obligatory for some of the Muslims to, to perform it. And if they perform it, then the obligation falls from the rest of the Muslims. Nah. So it's the obligation, the, essentially, the obligation is upon everyone. The obligation upon the whole, the, the whole community, the whole, the whole uh, nah, it's However, if some individuals establish that obligation, then the obligation is removed from the, rea- from the rest. So it's an obligation for everyone. Someone has to establish it from them. Now, and so if some of them establish that obligation, then there's, not, there's nothing upon the remainders. So in relation to Salat al-Jama'ah, then Salat al-Jama'ah again is, is from this, uh, this type of obligation. There's an obligation for everyone. So for example, a person dies in the community, it's upon that community to establish a Jama'ah upon him. He's right as a Muslim. But as long as some individuals establish that jama'ah, then there's no longer an obligation upon the remainder. The point being here, though, is that even though it's, it's fardul kifaya, so it's an obligation upon some, naam, it's still an obligation. And so it's not, it cannot be now equated to the tatawa. It cannot be equated to, the, to any prayer which is a prayer which is regarded as being a voluntary prayer. Naam, because it's something which is prayed at a specific time. Or prayed at, at, as an obligation, prayed at whenever it can be prayed. It's, and even if it's in the time of yani, prohibition. Thereafter, Ibn Qadam, rahimahullah, goes on to mention, وَقَدَاءَ السُّنَنْ الرَّوَاتِبِ فِي وَقْتَيْنِ مِنْهَا وَمِنْهَا وَهُمَا بَعْدَ الْفَجْرِ وَبَعْدَ الْعَصْرِ And so, from that as well, is that the person, from the exceptions, is that the person is making up for the rawatib. The person is making up for the rawatib. And they make up for the rawatib within two times. After Fajr and after Asr. After Fajr and after Asr. So the first one, after Fajr, is due to what, what did we mention about after Fajr? Or did, no, it's that, That's from one of, one of the times of prohibition is to pray after the Salat Fajr is established, but if you've missed it before, then you can pray after. No. As long as you don't make it happen. As long as it's not habitual now. So, the first of them, the first time we met, the first of the times that we mentioned was, يعني, بعد طلوع الفجر. So from the time of prohibition is after dawn break. We are, what we mentioned is that after dawn break, the intent of after dawn break 
is that it is after Salat al-Fajr has been established. Yani the Faridah. Time. Now, Ibn Qadam is mentioning I, the, uh, the exception to that prohibition is that if it's done, if it's prayed, yani qada'an. So a person, he intends to pray the Ratiba. So he's intended to pray the Raka'atayn for Salat al-Fajr. However, he prays, he's, he's not able to pray it before Fajr, and so prays it after the Faridah. This is an exception to that prohibition. Thereafter as well, he mentions as another exception, Naam, uh, as another exception, is after Asr. So the person intends to pray the Sunan or the Salat of the Tawah before Asr. However, he misses it and he prays it after Asr. And so, Uh, the first, or the proof of the first, is what is mentioned in the narration found in Sunan Abi Dawud, where it mentions the narration of Qais, Naam, where he mentions Ra'ani Rasulullah sallallahu وأنا أصلي ركعتي الفجر بعد الصلاة بعد الصلاة الصبح فقال ما هاتاني ركعتان يا قيس قلت يا رسول الله لم أكن صليت ركعتي الفجر فهما هاتاني فسكت and so he prayed two ركعات he prayed two ركعات قيس prayed two ركعات after Salat al-Fajr, Salat al-Subh. And the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned to him, what are these two raka'at? Mahatain, raka'atain. And he mentioned, O Messenger of Allah, I was not able, I did not pray the raka'atay of Fajr, yani the two raka'at before Fajr. So these are the two of that salah. Fasakat. And so the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, remain silent. And that's what is mentioned in the Matan. What is mentioned in the Matan was Wasakutu Dalil al Ajawaz. And so the silence of the Messenger of Allah is a proof of its permissibility. The Messenger of Allah would not remain silent and allow a person to remain upon error. And so thus. This particular narration, as we mentioned, is found in the Musnad of Ahmed and Sunnah Abi Dawood. And this particular narration is Hassan. This particular narration is a narration which is Hassan. So it's makbul, it's acceptable. And Naam. 
This is in relation to the one that prayed, Aida, Salatul, Naam, Salatul, the Rakatea after Fajr. Thereafter, as well, we have the narration of Aisha and the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Qada Rakatein Alataini Kobra Asr Badaha. And we have the narration of Aisha, and this is the narration which is found in Sahih Muslim, where the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he made up the two raka'ah of uh, before that he, would, that he would pray before Asr. He made up those two raka'ah after. Naam. And so he done so, and he made up after. Uh, Naam made it up after. Allah Taala knows best. And thereafter, Ibn Qudama goes on to mention as a final point. وَيُجُوزْ قَضَاءَ الْمَفْرُودَاتِ فِي جَمِيلِ الْأَوْقَاتِ And as for making up the prayers, I make it up the obligatory prayers, then this is something which is, which is permissible at all times. Naam. And a proof of that is the same of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is Mutafakan Alayhi, يعني فان بخاري مسلم ولا مسجد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مسجد من نام عن الصلاة ونسيها فيصليها إذا ذكرها نعم أن يوصي مسجد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentions if the person sleeps يعني through the prayer or forgets it then he prays it when he remembers it he prays it when he remembers it. And this is in relation to the one that, no doubt, such an individual where, as we mentioned in the, at the beginning of, of this kitab, at the beginning of kitab al-salah, uh, such an individual that is left off the prayer due to the fact that they forgot, due to forgetfulness. Now, so they left off the prayer due to forgetfulness, or they left off the prayer due to yani no. What was also mentioned as well is that the one that leaves off or the one that has not prayed due to forgetfulness or due to sleep, this doesn't this is not excusing the one that leaves it off due to tafrit. Now I'm due to negligence. So a person cannot now say Yani Rafalan, Salat al Fajr is four o'clock and he goes to sleep at three thirty. And he expects to wake up for Salat al Fajr and he sleeps all the way through Fajr and then he says after that, but the hadith mentions in the manama ala salam Now because the person did not take the means to safeguard the salah. The person did not take the means to safeguard the salah. Likewise as well, an individual where he does not busy or he busies himself with affairs to the to the degree that he constantly forgets the salah. Right, the salah is not in the forefront of his mind. Right, so it's a case of he's constantly an individual that finds himself busying himself with affairs which are tafiha, 
Yeah, the affairs which are of not real value. And they don't need affairs, essentially. And then he says, oh, I forgot again, my fellow. Now, this is tafrit. And so this narration is not, yeah, in other, this narration, this narration is not excusing the one that does not make, yeah, the, the correct, or seek to make the correct provisions in order to establish the salawat. In order to establish the salawat. And this is the case of any salah. Obviously, you mentioned, uh, I mentioned Salah al Fajr, because this is the one that people who more than likely sleep beforehand. However, it's the case of any salah. For example, a person believes that they, or, or stays awake throughout the whole morning. Now, the whole night, whole morning. And it goes to sleep before, before Zuhr. Same affair. It's the same affair of Tafrit. And so it's a must that the individual here understands that no doubt making up the Salah is something which a person is permitted to do at any time. Naam. However, of course, a person should, make, should not make this habitual. And the person should make sure that, or, or should ensure that they are doing all that they can to establish the Salah at its correct times. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Alhamdulillah, that concludes this particular chapter. And we'll leave it here, inshaAllah Ta'ala, for today. And for the time being, inshaAllah. As mentioned, this is the, our last lesson for a few weeks. And inshaAllah Ta'ala, we'll, we'll come back and, and continue with the other chapters regarding Al-Imamah and Salat al-Murid, Salat al-Khawf. Another than Allah Ta'ala, most best Jazakum Lakhira, Wabarak Allah Fikum, Wasallahu Wabarak, Ala Nabiyina Muhammad, Wala Alihi Wasallam, Waraka Dawan, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alam. I mean, general, if, if we, for example, we're in a Muslim land and all of the masajid are upon one thing. Yeah, but some and it's, like they have if it's a masjid, if it's a masjid, well, you're not, you're not, you can't pray in there. No, because remember, the reason is, is because there's, because if you don't pray in that masjid, it may bring doubt upon the masjid and the imam of that masjid. But if the, if the example now you've given is a cover, then he's, he's mustahik. He deserves some doubt. Naam. So it's a, we're talking about, for example, all of the masajid, the masajid you can pray where you can pray behind. Naam. Naam. Masjid, masjid upon the, the, the sunnah, essentially. But the reason why we mentioned the caveat, we mentioned the, the, the affair of not, not regarding the masajid in this land, is because essentially we have Salafi masajid in, in the lands of the, of, of the, the, the non Muslims. So we have, a, we have the masajid, we have the Salafi masajid. And we know from the speech of the, the, of the ulama, for example, Sheikh Muqbil, where he encourages the Salafis to pray together. Naam, the Salafis should always strive to pray together, establish the prayer together. So it's not the case that if a person comes past, for example, he comes from South Manchester, he comes past a few masajid to come here and pray with the Salafis. It's clear. But if we're talking about, for example, Yani Surdiya, 
Now, where the the mess, the, all the masajid are upon, yeah, the tawhid upon the, the they're upon the wizarat al Islamiyah. Now, the wizarat Islamiyah is all all them attacked the wizarat Islamiyah. They're all under the the, the supervision of the Islamic uh, ministry. Then they're all one upon one thing. So it's not a case where the person now should go to the, you live here, there's a masjid here, but you're gonna pray in the masjid there, and everyone sees you in the masjid there, whilst they know. There's a masjid next to your house. Because it, 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 it may evoke questions about the uh, Ifham. What? I think, I think we're even not allowed to even pray on that masjid. Even for like a time, uh, for example, you didn't find any other masjid closer. Because mm. he's got other ones, you know. But if, the, if there's, if there's we have a few masjid. We, 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 in the town center, mm. always we have six masjid. All the six have to go like a other inside. If there's a cover inside, it's a different, this is a different matter altogether. Now, it's not somewhere you could pray Aslan. You wouldn't establish Salah in there, Aslan. If there's a cover inside. We're talking about this too. This Masala is about, yeah, because that's, that's Masala Akadiyah, essentially. Now, we're talking about the Masala Fiqhiyah, in terms of where a person established a Salah, where generally, we put aside the massage you can't pray in. We're talking about all these massages you can pray in. Now, what does a person do in relation to that? No. This is the masala, yani fara'iya. Now, so the masala, the masala, yani asliya, I where the person can establish the salah, it's a masala in terms of tawheed, in the aqidah. That's done. We understand that. After that, now, we have, we have all the masajid we can pray in. Which one is after for the individual? No doubt the one that's as which by the Kalam Sheikh was and the one that is after is the one which is closest to your home. Allah. Alam. Ibn Qadama mentions the exception of the Salat al-Janazah. And Zakul Akhari mentioned Ibn Mundir cites Ijma' upon the fact that the Janazah can be prayed at any time. So how do they respond to the Hadith that mentions Hadith Rabbah Ibn Amr said there are three times that Rasulullah prohibited us from praying in them and from burying our dead. No. And then he mentioned that basically they're the shorter of the so the, the after Turu Shams until uh no. the Zawad and then the from the Thalayyu to Shams al Ghurub until the Ghurub. No. Allah Allah Ta'ala knows best. But um the ratio mentions yani, the prohibition of what? The, the the burying and praying. Praying. I think I've answered my own question, which is because the, the, the janazah is after the salatul the, the, after the obligatory prayers, right? So that's the janazah can be any time. Any time it's no. to be okay, well then no. <laughs> So yeah then the, the ishkaz is still there then because mm. um the 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 dafn is connected to salah. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, the, the salah comes first and the dafn comes Yeah, exactly. So, so you no. can't have the dafn without praying. Sorry. And you're prohibited from the dafn. At that particular time. At, in those, yeah, in those shorter of the awqat al-manhiyan. Wallahu a'lam. From what's the yadhar, wallahu a'lam, is that the salah could be prayed at that time. Either the salah to janazah. From what is mentioned thereof, or what is mentioned specifically, 
um, I was mentioned, yes, what is mentioned specifically about Salat al Janazah, the Salah. As for the Dafan, then that might have to be there might have to be a degree of waiting before that can happen. But even the hadith mentions the, the prayer and the Dafan. No. But what I mean is that the, the prayer in the narration mentions yeah, generally the salah. Alright, oh, okay. Then we have possibly we could say taqsis as the salat of janazah. Wallah mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But um now, what's apparent is that mm-hmm. is that the salat of janazah can be prayed. As for the the, the 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 burial, then the burial has to be established outside of those times. Right, so in the, in the hadith, the, the, the mention of the, the prohibition of salah doesn't apply to the janazah. So, no, the salah to the salah to the salah. So the salah to janazah is mustatnam in the alik, but then the defin is obviously the defin is defin, so it has to be um, applied to that. Mm-hmm. But, inshallah, no rajo. Inshallah. <laughs> Sakallah, <laughs>